0: If people were going to show up, if you we were going to have <laughs> a lot of people show up, no people show up, um, how everything was going to go with the brands, because we had all these brands that had signed up to do it, but we really weren't sure what really was going to happen.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Green Universe. This is a podcast about green beauty, the makers, the lovers, everything in the universe. I'm Victoria Fantuzzi, your host, and we're keeping it real, exciting, and fully transparent just for you. On this episode of The Green Universe, I go down memory lane with Karen King, my co-founder at La Bella Figura, and Susan Linney, beauty writer extraordinaire. We discuss how the idea of A Night for Green Beauty was manifested all of our struggles at creating a collaboration and the many snafus that occurred with our very first live event in New York City. I hope you take a moment to make yourself a cup of tea, apply a green face mask and be prepared to enjoy our very first episode of the Green Universe podcast. It's funny because this event is so beloved and cherished by our community right now, but it wasn't always the case. Uh, We ran into a lot of roadblocks trying to explain the concept of cross-promotion with brands who felt that it was a little bit odd to promote what was essentially their competitor. And it took a lot of work and a lot of individual conversations to talk about where we were, In this little teeny tiny small market of an industry and where we could be. And I think our very first event in New York City um, really, really showed our participating brands that together we were stronger. And we had a powerful message to share with customers, retailers, and the media about green and natural beauty. On this episode, we're going to share some of the snafus that we ran into, how we were constantly problem solving because that's <laughs> that's what a night for green beauty was. It was such an original concept and sometimes original concepts are hard to explain and you just have to put them into action, make them work and show people that you can really Accomplish what you need to accomplish when you work together. Well, Karen, I think we should tell people about why A Night for Green Beauty, how we even initiated that. Um, I don't think a lot of people know how that even came about. Um, I remember that uh, Vogue magazine had announced Fashions Night Out when they were hosting Fashions Night Out. And that was based out of necessity at the time. I think there were a lot of uh, uh, designers that were uh, in peril because of our financial crisis. And so Vogue magazine hosted this event. Fashion Sign out to create awareness to that industry, the fashion industry. And it was really amazing. and And so they put something out about, you know hosting fashions night out and looking for brands and i was just i was like okay i'm gonna apply to this and you know nothing to do with fashion of course we were you know a, a brand new beauty brand and they replied and said okay yeah, yeah. yeah really and they were like okay we're we're yeah sure do something and and i i wrote back to somebody and 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 i said well i don't know what to do what should we do and she was like you know, do something that draws attention to your brand and, uh, you can do a live event, but we didn't, we didn't have a, we didn't have a space then. We you were just like really. a little baby. We, we didn't, had this tiny little studio, tiny little one. teeny tiny studio. And we couldn't host an event and no money to like rent a space. Like no, no creativity oh, towards any of a that. Young,
0: young, young brand. We were just
1: baby babies, yeah. and. Um, and then I thought, well, let's do it online. Let's do it on
0: Twitter. Mm-hmm. We had a Twitter party. We had a Twitter
1: party. <laughs> we, had a
0: Twitter uh, we were really though.
1: active on Twitter. But I, I, I thought, okay, well, no one knows who we are, and we don't have that many Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do we make this bigger? And the idea came from that commercial. Remember that Clairol commercial? That if you tell two friends and they tell two friends and you know that this shampoo was going to be popular. And so I was like, okay, well we got to do that, but we need other people to help us. Definitely. We need other people to help us. Who's going to help us? We knew nobody, (laughs) no one. And then I thought, you know, what we need to do is get other brands like us.
0: Well, and that's what was great about reaching out because They, they were other brands were, you know, a lot of other brands were in the same position that we were in, but they didn't even know it. Yeah. No one.
1: Yeah. I mean, no one knew we, we, we didn't even know anybody at all.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and we thought like, let's, let's call these people up. Let's,
0: let's Mm -hmm. do this together.
1: And remember what that was like? Yeah,
0: let's pitch this crazy idea. This crazy idea (laughs) that we
1: didn't even know. we we, we, we don't tell us. We we, don't
0: really know you. And we didn't even know what the idea really was.
1: No. But I remember, I think one of my first phone calls was to Catherine from Kahina. Mm -hmm. And I remember calling you know, this, this woman up and not knowing who she was, she had no idea who we were and saying, hi, yeah, we want to host this event. We want you to, you know, join Shut us. Up, and, <laughs> and I remember her, like, she's so polite and so well-spoken and kind. I, I remember her just kind of hesitating, kind of uh, absorbing the information and probably thinking like, who in the hell are you guys? <laughs> 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 and what are you talking about? And she listened Mm -hmm. and she said, you know, this sounds very interesting, and, you know, and that really pumped me up, Um, and I, and, you know, then I just started calling everybody, and that was pretty much the reaction, like, I think most people were like, who are you, what do you want from me, Mm -hmm. and I even, I do remember that I had a few people not believe me, they didn't believe me. They thought I was a competitor trying to, like, spy <laughs> on their secrets. And they were so and, – and as a matter of fact, I'm not going to say the brand, but – there was one brand in particular that was like, no way. Why are you calling me? You're my competitor. And this makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, like, and later on, they signed up with us. They signed up <laughs> mm-hmm. and they got it. And they were like, okay. And I think at the beginning, a lot of people were suspicious. But, um, but <laughs> we somehow convinced all these brands to do
0: it online. Do it online. A night, uh, a a a fashion's night out, green beauty version. It wasn't even
1: called a night for green no, beauty. I don't think so. It was it was, was sponsored by night fashion's night, night out, like, and it yeah, was called something else. I can't Twitter remember. Party. It was a Twitter party, <laughs> and at that night I remember of our our that. Twitter party was also the night that um <laughs> the DNC was on TV.
0: That's right, and it was That's a big deal, right.
1: and it was like, and and, and we didn't even we didn't, it didn't even. I think it was like pri- primary night. Or something yeah, like and that. It, yeah. it didn't even like get into our brain. Like no. we should, probably shouldn't do this on this night because people are probably watching the news, mm-hmm. uh, the Dem- Democratic National Convention, and they're paying attention to that. But
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget what our Twitter hashtag was, but remember, it was like it was trending. It we was trending. So many, I remember, and I'm not a uh, tweeter i uh, you were doing our twitter account and i am very slow <laughs> not a tweeter either and i remember just like so many people on our twitter yes. and asking questions and you were firing off responses i'm trying to fire off responses yes and i'm asking i'm answering the question and by the time i get done answering the question there's like five six seven eight ten oh my more gosh. questions
1: and it was people were And I'm talking about the brands, the uh, the other brands that, uh, you know, initially were saying no, or this sounds weird. And
0: they they were
1: excited because finally this, we we found our audience. We could do this better together. We received a lot of feedback from other brand founders who said, we should do this. We should do this again. And, you know, and I thought, yeah, let's do this again. Let's do it for real.
2: One Love Organic specializes in skincare essentials packed with antioxidants and vitamins to deliver a healthy, everyday glow. Produced in small batches in our lab on St. Simons Island, Georgia, our EcoCert licensed manufacturing facility is one of a select few in the United States, undergoing rigorous evaluation each year to ensure that it meets the highest certified natural and organic standards. Every ingredient we use has an essential benefit. No fillers, bases, or shortcuts. We carefully source and select only the highest quality ingredients from producers we trust, relying on plant-powered nutrients to provide fresh, luminous results. We believe that love is the most powerful force on earth. Choosing the name One Love Organics as a daily reminder to live and love well.
1: Hi Susan. So uh, we are putting together this podcast, and we've been having so much fun just going back in time and talking memory about lane. it. Memory lane. Yeah, going down memory lane. So we wanted to go back um, to the very first one. And I don't know if you want to share some memories, um, how we connected with you, or what you even thought yeah! about it, and and everything, because you actually were just kind of starting to learn about You were hearing about it yep. a little bit through your job. So tell... Um, Tell our listeners what you thought about the event when you first heard about it.
3: Sure. Well, I was a huge fan. We were introduced through a mutual friend. I'd worked in magazines for years and I was just starting freelancing. And I was kind of concentrating on beauty writing. And then through you guys, I started learning more about natural beauty, green beauty, and, and just how unregulated it was. Um, and then on top of that, the whole, yeah, the whole green beauty concept was still very new and I think you've said this before but I think a lot of people kind of associated it with like crunchy granola kind of hippie products not necessarily anything like luxe and
1: probably Uh, especially your um your contacts like you know the New York beauty editors that um always get the best of the best they probably kind of associated that uh type of um product as being crunchy granola too. And I remember you, you, you providing some feedback, you and Amy and people said something like, Oh, this is, this is sounds great, but it's, it's a trend. We think it's a
3: trend. Right. Yes. That was a big, I remember that being a big kind of undercurrent the whole time. Um, and yeah, I just think it wasn't, it, it, it just was kind of, I mean, it's so interesting how it's the complete opposite now, because now you think of like, at least in New York city, you think of like, green green beauty, you think of like organic brands, they're all like very high end and very luxe. Did you have any expectations? I kind of felt like um, I was like, what's the word? Like I was like an imposter, I had like a little imposter syndrome because I didn't really know what I was doing. and I assumed you guys did, you know? So I was just like, they're giving me this chance. I love these guys. I'm gonna meet so many great people, like just try your best. I remember the setup being very hectic because we had a very limited amount of time. Um, and then it was also the, if I remember correctly, it was it was pretty small, like, because so many people ended up coming. I mean, it ended up being enormous. I can remember like trying to walk from the back garden area where there was like the little bar to the front, it took me like, I don't know how long, And I was excited by that I was like super thrilled but um I I was like I hope everyone like can fit in here you know um and I remember even thinking that a little bit when we were setting up too I mean it wasn't I mean it was cute it was a cute little salon but it it certainly wasn't like the best event space no
1: it was not I I I believe that it was a little bit over a thousand square feet I remember um uh, Lena Hansen. Um, she came in from. She flew in from from New York. No, from L. A. from L. A. Oh. And I had <laughs> to put her in a corner and her products on a little teeny tiny shelf. Oh gosh. And I was feeling just crushed by this stuff. Right. Like this. This stuff was crushing me because it was there. There were a bunch of little things that just that I thought would happen that didn't happen and little problems that contributed to situations like that. Like, you know, right. putting Lena Hansen in a little corner and she was so gracious and so amazing and did not complain. She, I, I you know, and, and for me, I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be a disaster. People are going to be so mad. I felt like you, like they're going to be so mad because you know, they're expecting this space. And I mean, just,
3: I remember every, the people I got to talk to was so interesting. Like once, Once the event kind of got going, there were things to do, but I didn't have to do as much as I did before. And I just remember talking to to these women and men, mostly women, like, so interesting.
1: Remember, Susan, it was the evening of Rosh Hashanah.
3: Yes, that's right. And we hadn't realized that, maybe? (laughs) I guess that's like event planning 101, right? Like, make sure it's not a holiday. But um, (laughs) I remember we realized that a little late in the game.
1: Oh my gosh, we did. And I remember that the salon owner said, I want to cancel this and oh. do it another time because it's Rosh Hashanah. And I was like, oh, no, we yeah. can't, you know? And he was, he just was like, well, why not? And, you know, and I was like, we committed to all these people. People bought plane tickets yeah. to come here. Um, and that that, you know, that made me nervous for like a moment. Here we are all, you know, this time later. And I thought, let's do it yeah. online. And, the, and people have been so excited about it. You know, some people are like, wait, how does it work online? And, you know, and so we have yeah. been explaining that, like, go to our website. We have a beautiful website, Susan. I don't know if you've seen it. I have. It looks fantastic. Yeah, we have a beautiful website and we have a brand page and every single one of those brands have been vetted. Um, we have a little, a night for green beauty council circle and some secret people that, you know, um, are helping us, um, so that we can be completely fit, fair and transparent with, um, our selection process. And, you know, and, and, and you can, you can see what the brands are offering and what they want to share and what they want to talk right. about the Night for Green Beauty. So I think it's, it'll be fun. It's so cool. I'm
3: so excited. I have it on my calendar and it, I, I love it because it's like, yes. And it's also really good for educational purposes, you know, just, you can just learn. Um, and speaking of
1: that, I, you know, um, we we do. We're going to reveal something really cool about Night for Green Beauty um, on event day. I think we really believe in our brands, and we believe in our customers, and that connection is what catapulted a, a Green Beauty in the first place.
3: It's a gr- it's such a great
1: community. I love you guys. Well, thank you so much for taking Anytime. time going down memory lane, that was so much fun. Thank you for for supporting uh, Nine for Green Beauty and all of our brands, I really appreciate
0: it.
2: Thank you. I've always been taken by the idea that throughout time women around the world have participated in some form of beauty ritual. I founded Kahina Giving Beauty with the goal of connecting women across the globe through these rituals. I first discovered Argan Oil on a trip to Morocco in 2007. Upon trying the oil and seeing its effects on my own skin, I realized that I had found the single ingredient I had been searching for. Simple, organic and effective. With highest quality argan oil at the core of our skin and body care line, Kahina Giving Beauty products are thoughtfully produced, combining the latest in green science with traditional beauty wisdom. With a percentage of our revenue going to support programs that improve the lives of the women of Morocco, who do the work of extracting our core ingredient, we are women helping women through shared beauty rituals.
0: Juicery was one of our sponsors for the event, Um, and they sent us all these wonderful juices, fresh juices, but we had no ice. (laughs) And we they were supposed to send someone to come talk about the juices and mix cocktails with the juices, but a snafu happened and they weren't able to send yeah, someone. I don't remember to do happened. This. I just yeah, know I, what happened. I guess. I saw that
1: there was no one to make cocktails.
0: Yes. So <laughs> there was no one to make cocktails and there was no ice and there was no ice. Gorgeous juices on ice for. And so um, I took off and <laughs> I took off and I was trying to find ice in New York City. And so I was running around. I was all dressed up because we were about to start the event. People are already coming through the doors. And you, yeah, and you thought it was going
1: to be easy to get ice.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I had no idea. And it was before, like, my phone wasn't working. So I couldn't just Google, you know, find me ice near, you know, find ice near me. And so we were running around. I have never been to a Dwayne Dwayne Reed. They, do, Reed right. they don't have them in Chicago. Is that where you got your ice? Yes. Oh, okay. And then people kept telling me, like, Just go to Dwayne Reed. And I'm like, where's a a Dwayne Reed? (laughs) They're like on every corner. (laughs) Yeah. So finally, after blocks and blocks and blocks of walking and walking, I found a Dwayne Reed and finally got some ice. And we had, it was me and Susan. Winnie, and we were carrying bags of ice, all dressed up for Oh my God, that's great. That is <laughs> so,
1: so funny. I remember that now. But then we still had the problem of yes. no bartender, no mixologist. <laughs> no one to actually <laughs> no talk, one about to talk about these juices. Except for my sister, because she was there, <laughs> and she came to have fun. She thought she was going to have this great time and meet all these people, and we put her to work. <laughs> and the funny thing that I remember about Mina is that she juice she juices at home, but she had no idea what pressed juicery was. that was like a california brand mm-hmm. and she lives in arizona and um she did an amazing job. Remember? Oh, she did. She did she an amazing was job. About she like those
0: she rolled
1: up her sleeves and she was talking about those <laughs> juices like she worked for a press juicery and <laughs> and she was making cocktails. People were so happy. We had that line, remember they in the back? We had a line. And thankfully,
0: they had this gorgeous little patio out back oh, gosh. that had a pretty little garden. Thank little God seat. for that. I know. I don't if we had to put her inside with so many people, I don't know how we would have ever managed to I do know. That and at it all. was refreshing. At least that was refreshing because yes. it got so hot i remember that it actually pop up yeah right, some fresh air
1: um i think the funniest thing was you know so my my mom was making cocktails and i was helping her i was doing whatever she asked of me <laughs> which she really liked because she got to boss me around for a day and then um she made <laughs> this cocktail with some of their green juice hmm and it was like lettuce and, and bro- there was kale I and kale was and, and and kava, you know, and she was saying telling people this was
0: so delicious. And people loved that. Mm-hmm. did you try that one I think by the time I actually got away to get a drink because I, we were our table was just mobbed so by the time I actually got a cocktail they were all out of the green there was only like two juices left <laughs> the
1: and I there was a cocktail. lot of they sent so much juice but yeah. I remember thinking like this is absolutely disgusting sounding like kale and romaine lettuce topped with cava but people were so happy they loved it yeah I, remember I didn't get to try it people were so happy I they loved it. it and um, you know they I I think we had like a strawberry juice too and that mm-hmm. made more sense but um but Mina was selling it she was she was working that room and people were <laughs> in love with her so we I was I'm so thankful that you know she was able to do that that's, yeah,
0: what, I, that's
1: what family does like well you know. and that,
0: I think that's what the greatest part about the event the whole event doing it especially the first one is just how everybody sort of came together to make yeah. it a successful night because I felt it any minute Any things could go like way wrong. Well, they they were. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was going wrong. It all felt like it was falling apart, but for some, somehow we kept it together and really threw a great party that people enjoyed. And Mina was one of the biggest components of, you Uh, know, the success of that night for sure. She
1: really was. She really came through. She came through. She had no idea what she was doing, but she did it really well. And She ended up, like, saving the day because the cocktails and the juices were so important. So that was fun. (laughs) La Bella Figura is a results-driven skincare line harvesting the finest ingredients from the farthest reaches of the world. All of our formulas are original, innovative, and expertly crafted in our Chicago-based green lab. At La Bella Figura, we believe ingredients matter, and our standards for quality are incomparable. This podcast was produced by Amanda Florian in Chicago, Illinois. Thank you for tuning in and listening. The A Night for Green Beauty team is very excited to delve into interesting topics covering the vast world of green beauty. We look forward to bringing you more episodes soon. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast. Visit our website, anightforgreenbeauty.com, and our Instagram. Until next time, green beauties.